The Paul Leslie Hour, helping people tell their stories. And now, your host, Paul Leslie. Hey, it's me. How are you, friend? Thank you for joining us here on the Paul Leslie Hour. Good to have you with us. I'm going to be playing an interview from the archives. This originally was broadcast on the radio a few years back. It has been digitally remastered for your listening enjoyment. This is an interview with Jack Phillips. He is a songwriter, a singer, and a recording artist. In this interview, he joined us to talk about his album Cafe Nights in New York, an album that was influenced in short by his many nights of enjoyment listening to the late, great Bobby Short, who would sing at the Cafe Carlisle in New York City. The album featured the late Eddie Davis, along with Connell Fowkes, both of whom have been guests on this show. As a lot of you know, Eddie Davis passed away recently, and I thought that I could bring out this interview to share a little more of insight about this great artist. If you like the Jack Phillips interview, you can also go back to episode number 63, That was another interview that I had done with him, and it also featured an unreleased track. Well, let's get into the interview. As always, feel free to get in touch with me. Let me know what you think. Ladies and gentlemen, it is our great pleasure to welcome our special guest, Jack Phillips. Thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having me, Paul. Who is Jack Phillips? Well, (laughs) I have a running joke with Eddie Davis that I'm John by day and Jack by night. My my name is John Phillips, but there's a famous musician from the Mamas and the Papas by that same name. So a friend of mine in London said, why don't you call yourself Jack? So that was a couple of years ago. I started doing that with my music. So Jack Phillips is supposedly unique in the music business. So that's who I am now for music purposes. Can you recall the first album you ever bought? Oh, yeah, sure. It was Elton John's Greatest Hit. It was from 1974, and I purchased it summer of 75, and it uh, changed my outlook on on music completely, because up until that time, I really, I was 12 years old, and I had no real exposure to pop music at all. I grew up with a family that only listened to classical music, and I studied the piano in those days as a young child, and my mother was a great pianist, and suddenly... You know, I discovered this wild piano performer. My interest in pop music began at that point when I was 12. I remember very clearly when I purchased that record, sure. Tell us about the influence or the inspiration, rather, for this new album that you have. It's all original compositions. The title of this album is Cafe Nights in New York. When I first made my first trip to New York, in 1994, as an adult, I had been, been to New York a few times before as a student, but when I came with my wife in 1994, we had a few days to spend in New York. There were at least three things that I wanted to do. One was to have dinner at the Russian Tea Room. Another was to go uh, catch Woody Allen and the New Orleans Jazz Band at Michael's Pub. And it was on that evening that I met Eddie Davis and the band. And the other was to go hear Bobby Short at the Cafe Carlisle. And I absolutely fell in love with what Bobby Short was doing. I absolutely loved it. And over the next several years, I would make repeated visits to the Cafe Carlisle. One evening in 1998, I was talking to Bobby, and he introduced me to his drummer, Klaus Sonsari. And we've been friends ever since. And 
So I moved to New York in 2006 and started frequenting the uh, Cafe Carlisle again. This time, Woody, Ellen, and his band were playing at the Cafe Carlisle on Monday night, and I got to know Eddie and the band, including Connell Fout. And I've been telling Eddie for years that we should do something. Let's just write something together. And it wasn't until this last year that I started to actually take action and do something. And when Connell and I had uh, completed at least a couple tunes, we got together with Eddie, and Eddie, you know, agreed to produce the whole album, and that's where it really got started. But it was inspired by many, many evenings spent at the Cafe Carlisle listening to Bobby Shorts and all that all that uh, wonderful sophistication he brought to that scene in those days. The producer, Eddie Davis. What does he like to work with? <laughs> Eddie's fantastic. He, you know, he comes from a composition background. He studied music theory and composition in school, and he's a prolific writer. I'm willing to bet you he writes one or two songs every single day, and he's just terrific. He knows so much about music. He knows the history of music and the business of music and orchestration and everything. He was terrific to work with. He understood what I was trying to do, and I couldn't have done it without him. He was the arranger and the producer on the record. I had a very vague idea of what I wanted to do when I was writing some of the material with Connell, but it was really... It was really Eddie's genius that sort of fleshed it all out and created the beautiful arrangements that are on the album. A lot of the songs, as you mentioned, they're also written with Conan Fawkes. A couple of them are, anyways. What does he like to write with? I got together with him at the piano, and I had some vague ideas of what I wanted to do. I generally walked in with the lyric that I had written, and I might have had, for example, the first line of the song, and it's not that I can't write music by myself, and I I do, and I've written loads of pop songs, but I just don't have the skill that, that Connell brings to it. Connell was able to help me think of chord progressions and chord changes that I couldn't come up with myself. So he and I sat down together, I would sing the first line, and he would help me think through, you know, where the song should go and give me some things to think about, and then it just all kind of fell together that way. The first song we did together was called I've Got Sophistication Too, and that just came together so beautifully. Well, tell us about the inspiration behind the lyrics on that song, I've Got Sophistication Too. Well, I think that harkens back to my recollections of spending time at the Cafe Carlisle, and probably more relevantly, listening to Bobby Short and the songs that he sang, many of which were written by Cole Porter and others, Rogers and Hart and so forth. And maybe it's influenced also by the movies of the 30s. You can sort of imagine, you know, the old black and white films with people in tuxedos in their, in their penthouse apartments in New York, stirring martinis and so forth. And, and that was just all so glamorous to me. And that was kind of the picture I wanted to paint throughout the album. I was trying to put a little glamour into the music. There's another song on this album. It's called The Old Gray Hat, which you wrote. Tell us about that song. Well, that one was purely inspired by listening to Woody, Woody Allen and the Eddie Davis New Orleans Jazz Band at the Cafe Carlisle. Woody had a very distinct style of playing the clarinet. He's actually a, a tremendously good clarinetist. In fact, if you, you know, the proof of it, uh, you can watch an old Dick Cavett episode probably on YouTube where he, he plays some just terrific clarinet. But in recent times, Woody tries to play the clarinet in a very original, what Eddie calls a crude style, 
very much the way it would have been played perhaps in 1917 or the very early 20s in New Orleans. And I was very taken by that. I, I really admire and, and appreciate what he's doing in keeping old New Orleans jazz alive. In fact, if it wasn't for Woody doing it, I'm sure there'd be lots of people who would just not be aware of how great that music was. And so that I, I took inspiration from that. I created a little piece of music that was similar in style to some of the pieces that they play there. I based the lyric around a little motif from at least a couple of his films where he mentioned in the films the gray hat or the gray hat of compromise, the gray hat of compromise. And so I kind of wrote a little funny little lyric around that idea, that, that kind of music that I hear them play at the Carlisle. It's a really interesting connection there because of, you know, the Cafe Carlisle, your love of Bobby Short, who appears in the, the Woody Allen film, Hannah and Her Sisters, which makes me curious. Are you a fan of Mr. Allen's films? Sure, and I do know what you're talking about. I do know that scene from Hannah and Her Sisters, and that was a terrific little appearance that Bobby made in his film, and of course, Bobby's been in other films, too. But yes, I, I do admire his film work very much. I don't think anybody alive has made me uh, laugh quite so hard, and, and also think deeply about the meaning of life, or maybe, as Woody might say, the lack of meaning of life. <laughs> Do you have a favorite Woody Allen film? Oh, I, I don't know. I, I, there's just so many of them. But I was so tickled to have been invited to the Clinton Studios a couple of years ago when Connell recorded those beautiful Cole Porter pieces that were used last year in Midnight in Paris. And so I have a great connection with that film. Like I had been in Paris just a few months before they shot that movie. It's certainly one of my favorites right now. Working our way back to your album, Cafe Nights in New York, our special guest, Jack Phillips, do you have a favorite song on this record? I think they're all, they're all nice. I think, I think the, the one that Eddie and I collaborated on called Someone is very nice. That is a good one. We had not collaborated together on anything until we did that song together. And I sat down at his piano and just came up with the first couple of notes. It was just, you know, just, in fact, it was just two notes. And that those two notes suggested an answer, uh, you know, another couple notes. And Eddie and I looked at each other and said, that's good, we like that. And and then, because it was a two syllables, I just came up with the word someone, and we were off to the races. I mean, the song just fell together beautifully. I think Eddie did a marvelous job of arranging it. I think it's a good song. When someone listens to this album, Cafe Nights in New York, what do you want the listener to get from the experience? Well, I hope that they'll maybe be transported in time, maybe they'll remember a more sophisticated time, or should I say a more glamorous time that we all lived, where people went out for dinner, people dressed up for dinner, people went dancing. It was just a, maybe a, a more civilized time. I don't know. I hope it, I hope it moves, moves people. What is the best thing about being Jack Phillips? <laughs> oh, that's funny. Gosh, I don't know. Being married to my wife and Having a beautiful 11-year-old daughter, those are certainly probably the best things about being Jack Phillips. Do you see yourself delving more into music like this, making recordings like this? Well, sure. I mean, if the public likes it, if, if people get what I'm trying to do, I would absolutely love to do some more of this. I would love to work with Eddie again. I, you know, have a lot of interest. I would love to make another pop record. I would love to make a blues record. But I would absolutely 
allowed to do something along these lines again, sure. For all the listeners out there that would like to find out more information, what website can they go to? JackPhilipJazz.com All right, and that's J-A-C-K-P-H-I-L-L-I-P-S-J-A-Z-Z dot com, JackPhilipJazz.com. My last question is open-ended. For anyone who's listening to this broadcast, what would you like to say to all the people who are listening in? Support great music. Support your kids' interest in music. Go hear live music. They need your support, and it's because of your support that we can do this. Mr. Phillips, thank you very much for this interview. It's been a real pleasure to speak to you. Thanks so much, Paul, for having me. Zip, bip. Bibbidi bop boobity zing dang bong chee cuddly zing a bang doom coochie at sikili matsuko oh you should get gone go gone go go easing on the glen dang on bonsai it'll as a good plant and do goodbye